0: This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified. Unique. Voices. Learn more at univazpods.net
1: Hello. My name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! Again, my beautiful screamers and welcome to another episode of scream queens it's the podcast where horror gets gay this is episode 306 and tonight we are taking a trip all the way back to ancient greece because we're talking about the 1981 stop-motion fantastical epic clash of the titans starring and olivier maggie smith And Harry Hamlin's titties And this is the second part of our journey into comfort films Before the holidays, before things get crazy When Allison and Brian come back next episode But we'll come back to that in a minute Because first, I have to say hi Please allow me to introduce myself My name is Patrick Walsh And for the past 11 years I have been your helpful guide to the weird and wonderful world of horror movies But, there's a caveat As most of you already know You're going to have to see these movies through my very, very, very 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 gay little eyes and when you talk about Clash of the Titans it's gonna get super gay up in here because this movie is already like what down girl down we're not there yet so I mentioned Allison and Brian a minute ago before we take off I just wanted to say last time I announced that for the next episode for the for the very special holiday episode I left the choice of the movie up to you you had four movies to choose from which were Silent Night, Deadly Night, Krampus Anna and In the Apocalypse and To All a Good Night and you all came out and voted in droves. You voted through the newsletter. You voted on the survey. You voted on Instagram posts. You voted on Facebook posts. The numbers were hot and heavy. And I had to say, it was neck and neck. It was a breakneck competition. For a long time, it looked like to, all of good night was just creaming the competition. Then out of nowhere, Silent Night Daily Night came zooming out of the back. And then after that, Krampus was like, no, nah, how about me? But ultimately, it came down to one single vote. Yep, unseating to all a good night by one single solitary vote was. Brrr, drum roll, please. That was the worst drum roll ever. Brrr, I can't do it right now. Brrr, there we go. Oh, forget it. Forget it. I did three drum rolls and they all sucked. Okay, pretend it was a great drum roll, but the winner of the competition is Anna and the Apocalypse. Yay! Yay! Patrick gets a musical for Christmas. Patrick gets a musical for Christmas. And, of course, I'm going to be talking about this with Allison Nowacki and Brian Polk. And someone's going to be really mad that there's no boobs in this. But I didn't do it to them. I didn't do it to I had to say to Allison, that wasn't me. I had to tell Allison, I didn't pick the movie. They picked the movie. Be mad at them. Not me this holiday season. No siree, Bob. So I have been a little out of sorts these past few weeks. I have not been feeling well. I'm still having stomach issues from back in september actually that medicine made me sick and i've had reactions to the medicine and then i had reactions that i had to i had reactions to the medicine for the medicine for when i was sick so it's been weird so this episode's a little bit late things are just a little slow this month but just remain patient all is going to come out in the end which is exactly what my doctor said about my stomach problems that was gross and you know what Why bother dragging this out anymore? I think it's time that we start the darn show, take a listen to the trailer for Clash of the Titans, and bring on my very special guests, Matt Knife and Doug Shapiro! But first, that trailer. Right about now! Provide him with
2: suitable weapons. Weapons of divine temper. A helmet, a shield, a sword. Find and fulfill your destiny.
3: The Myths. The magic The mystery The majesty Destroy Argos Let loose the last of the Titans Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer presents Clash of the Titans The good The evil The danger The daring How may a mortal man face and defeat the Kraken? Clash of the Titans. The combat, the courage, the splendor, the spectacle. Clash of the Titans. Starring Harry Hamlin as Perseus. Judy Balcar as Andromeda, Burgess Meredith, Maggie Smith, Ursula Andress, Claire Bloom, Sean Phillips, Flora Robson, and Florence Olivier as Zeus. Before history, beyond imagination, clash of the titans.
1: So first up, he is a burlesque artist. He is a manufacturer of soap, and he's currently sitting right next to the head of Medusa, which is very brave of him. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the show, the fabulous Mr. Matt Knife.
4: Woo! Hey, hi, happy Matt.
1: To be oh, hi. It's so good to see you because it's going to get a little scary up in here with all these monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm
4: yeah i mean i'm 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 not afraid of it uh greek monsters you know they're they're one of my favorites so. okay okay
1: uh, you say that now you say that now you say that now
4: <laughs> i think i think medusa could have been reasoned with
1: <laughs> you know what you know what <laughs> we'll get into it but I, watching it this time i had a big good-for-her moment. But we're not there yet because we have another guest introduced to you because I realized watching this movie, the setting is Greece. We've got Maggie Smith. that was bringing me back to a simpler time when we talked about the Christie, known as Evil Under the Sun, and I realized this is also basically the same movie. So how can I do this without this particular guest? You know him. You love him. He's everybody's favorite. Freddy cat, the fabulous Mr. Doug Shapiro! I love you. Woo. I am moderately enthused about you. <laughs> I don't want to cause an incident.
5: Hello, Doug. How it's been so long. I have enough love for both of us, Patrick, and I love you too, Matt. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love
4: is limitless. Gonna buy your soap, yeah. You already I did. did. I shipped I did. it out today.
1: Okay, so fantastic. So the movie that we're talking about is Clash of the Titans from 1981. And Doug, since you have not been here in some time, I believe I'm going to need you to give me a nice, tight 30-second plot summary of Clash of the Titans. The clock starts now! This is my report on
5: Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans is a movie about Thetis the Sea Nymph, who is played by a spurned chorus girl, Maggie Smith. She cares too much for her douchebag son and says a flippant line about a shark. Then she acts while keeping her head still. This movie also features Harry Hamlin's right nipple. This is my report on Clash of the Titans.
1: And he was very, 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 very happy to be home. 93, 94. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety-four, ninety-five. 94, 95. Okay, man, man, see... We covered this last time we tried to record this. Matt is not a musical theater person, but he's going to be by the end of this one way or the other. <laughs> well done, Doug. Well done. I would have just gone with the classic hero's journey of Perseus as he tries to <laughs> you know find his destiny and save the girl and rule Joppa. But that's not what's important about the movie. Yeah, Nipples and Maggie Smith. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I, my book report is the brown-nosy one, and yours is the more accurate. <laughs> Am I jealous? Absolutely. Let us take a moment to talk about the cast of this movie because it's a surprisingly small cast of actually humans, but all of them are massive. Like, for instance, uh, starting right at the top, we got Harry Hamlin. (sighs) I have never had a thing for Harry Hamlin, and I've seen this movie a thousand times, but I watched it this time and I said, I get it now. I get it now. It's been a good 25 years since I've seen it. Hmm? Before his career was ruined by Kate Jackson. By Kate what Jackson? Was- like, Charles' Angels? Well, he, they did that movie, Making Love, and he played, the, he played in the gay relationship, and it ruined his... He couldn't get work oh. for ages. And now he's married to Lisa Renna, so go figure. <laughs> it's, it's a whole thing.
5: <laughs> Which is amazing.
4: i have to look that
5: up. Uh, look up on Drag Race when somebody played Lisa Renna, and then she <laughs> popped in to, like, give a little cameo and congratulate them, and then he shows up.
4: Yeah, well, because that was the tagline the whole time. And she was like, Harry Hamlet, Harry Hamlet, Harry Hamlet. Mm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What was that um, Law and Order type show that he was in in the 80s around this time, too? Oh, I don't know. Oh, wait, no, uh, no. no, no, no oh, oh, good Lord.
1: Well, he was on Veronica Mars, of course. I knew that, but that's more recent. No, he, that. No, this was in the 80s. Like, the most like, important. Like, I don't know. Uh,
4: uh, uh driving me crazy because i remember when i was a kid like barnaby jones oh he's in this like you know suit and tie show
5: no it was a barnaby jones (laughs) i know it was a barbie
4: and it was a
1: suit and tie thing i would never recognize him i'd be like where's his nipple
5: yeah it says i think they cut out the nipple (laughs) in the law scenes
4: through the blazer we all have (laughs) ourselves So, it could just be right there, like poke through.
1: It's, it's in my contract. I'm sorry. No, but I think he's actually great in this movie because one of the things that always bothers me about this type of movie is how stiff everybody seems with the f- heightened language. He's like, he just floats right on top of it. He handles this strange language so well. He really does, like, with, with the right sort uh-uh. of like
5: gaze and.
1: <laughs> no pun intended. And even though he's the hero character, often in these things, they come off as pompous assholes that can't do anything wrong he's just got the sense of wonder to him Mm -hmm. and amazement about what he's doing that makes him more interesting i said good for him good
4: for him i agree i think it adds some more depth to it and also makes it more of more romantic i think yeah you know because i could think the remake of clash of the titans went way to the other side with it where i didn't even bother well it was it don't because it's really super disrespectful to this version and then it's uh, can you hear me? I hear okay? You delicious. Yeah. Okay. Um, and like there's one point where they're it's like super butch and it's super aggressive and there's a scene where they're like powering up to go kill Medusa and they're in the armory and they pick up Bobo, the mechanical owl, and he goes, Well, what do we do with this? And he's like, Ugh, throw <gasps> it away. And I was just like Well, there goes your
1: merchandising with the kids, idiot.
4: Yeah. So I was just like, it's awful, and that was a, that was kind of the nail in the coffin for me. But mm. I think why I agree with you is I think that everyone committed to the fact that this was like an ancient Greek meets Shakespeare meets Harlequin novel meets a children's Greek mythology book, like yep. that's <laughs> you true. know, yep.
1: yeah, all in them. Made soft core porn. Yes. No, no, no,
5: the nail in no, no. an Andromeda's well, it boat vessel. Right, but Oh, by the way, for all the listeners that are yelling at us right now, LA Law. That's it. Oh. I knew
4: I would remember it if I heard it. Yes, LA
1: Law. Oh, see, I always thought that was French. La law. La la. La nipu. La, la. <laughs> <laughs> la, back back to Light la, la Yogurt. La back to the movie. Uh but la we're, lunchtime. We're,
5: la La Topping. La la pick burrito. me up, up. La, la dessert, dessert.
1: <laughs> la, midnight <laughs> la midnight snack, snack. la, la health food,
5: <laughs> la yogurt.
1: <laughs> okay, things the other people in the cast would never talk about is la yogurt. So, because the rest of the cast is all fleshed out for the most part by RSC greats. So, talk about handling the language with with grace and with weight, and but never coming off corny. Uh, of course, right off the top, Lawrence Olivier. Oh, good lord! As the big man himself, who is apparently incredibly sick this entire well, shit. Well luckily he just sits and just looks well, regal. Apparently that's all you do on Olympus. You just kind of hang the out. The worst club ever. It really is. We'll come back to that. We'll come back okay. to that. But you also got um, Claire Bloom. Claire Bloom. And if you don't know who Claire Bloom is she was the original Theo in The Haunting from 1963. One uh-huh. of hardest first lesbians.
5: Hooray for lesbians!
4: lesbian. Oh that's right. I never put that yeah. together before. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Maggie Smith. Uh, Didn't need me say more. than Maggie Smith is here. Maggie Smith is here. Is just new. <laughs> Never heard of her. Never heard of her. And also, just for some scandal, we have Ursula Andress, with whom Harry Hamlin was in a long time relationship with at the time of this this movie Ooh. was shot. During really? which she got pregnant. Ooh. And he's like, No, 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 huh? no. Keep the baby. We're not gonna get married, but keep the baby. And it's amazing. In her IMDb, it says, and then shortly afterwards, <laughs> Harry Hamlin unceremoniously dumped her. That's how it was phrased. It was like, Doesn't that mean <laughs> that she wrote that or her publicist? Somebody, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They wrote that. It was a big scandal because it was already a big scandal for Hollywood just because she's twice, like 20 years older than him. And that was a big deal. It was the other way around. Nobody would have cared. But anyway, we digress. But one of my favorite character actors of all time is in this movie. That I'm talking about all oh, Burgi Meredith, Burgess Meredith. Yes. He is so good in this and he's so cute.
5: <laughs> Even better, he is the first example of the dialogue structure yeah. in this movie.
1: Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the movie itself. What I, what I found... Why? Because there's some shit to dig into here. Because... I picked this specifically because it's a comfort film. Granted, I haven't seen the movie in 20 years, but just the idea of sitting down and watching it gave me such a warm fuzzy. They say, this is going to be fun. The movie opens. There's not even a title card. There's not even anything with the studio. And it's like, (laughs) we open with the charming scene of a woman and an infant baby being nailed into a coffin and set off to sea.
5: And all the processional women in 1960s go-go dresses. And
1: drums and all that shit. I'm like, okay, this is a grim opening. Grim. Grim. And okay, if you excuse me here, I had kind of an out-of-body experience almost immediately during the whole opening of this film. All of a sudden, I became a divorced father who had the kids for the day, who brought them to Clash of the Titans back in 1981. Picture it. The movie opens, and the credits haven't even rolled yet. And I'm already being bombarded by questions that I am not prepared for and have absolutely no answer for. <laughs> why, are why are they doing that? Why are they doing it? Why are they doing it? Why is it she having she going to be okay? What about the baby? Why are they doing it? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The movie just started. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Why are the women in sixties go-go dresses? I don't know, And then, like, just and it just goes on and on and thing. And they, what's weird is like, and they put the baby and the woman, like, just set them off to sea to die. And then the the, the credits started to- like, yeah, da 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 Like this, this is exactly the happy seagull music. the Happy seagull music. It's a seagull flying around me.
4: <laughs> <sighs> okay,
1: okay, okay, okay. I'm getting them kid. By the time the kid, they're either gonna be really confused, and by the time I get home, I gotta figure out something so the kids are completely traumatized. So I don't get so I get, to, I get my custody taken away and then immediately after that it's nudie town i'm like great i took them to caligula <laughs> <that. This> is- <laughs> i
4: mean it's not caligula. No, but I, know, <laughs> I thought they'd like the winged but, horse but you get it
1: but it's a pg movie and you get a totally topless woman right off the top of the movie and i was there at the that's
4: right yeah, at, the t- at
1: the time at the time a lot of these swords and sandals movies were especially these greek myth ones were excuses for soft core porn stuff And I've been like, great. I took the kids to the wrong (laughs) room. I'm never getting custody (laughs) of my children again. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Greek mythology. Odell, did you know there's a naked woman on this beach? And she's got no clothes on. And she's also nude. So what happened? Why are they nailing a baby in a coffin?
4: I'll
1: I'll take this.
4: Because the king had a prophecy that his grandson would kill him and take his crown. And so he hid his daughter up in a tower and so no one could see her but Zeus of course saw her and came as a glittering shower of gold. Gay. <laughs> covered her yeah. covered her in his golden shower and then she oh. became pregnant and he found out and then threw them in the ocean and was pretty much like um Acrisius, right? It's Acrisius. Was yeah. Was pretty much like, um, yeah. If Poseidon kills them, then it's on him. And, yeah, yeah. Basically, um, it's yeah, not on basically, me. Ba- basically he's pissed so. off that
1: I mean, the short story of what you get from the movie anyway, because we get the short version. Basically, he's pissed off that his his, his queen or his daughter, wherever she was, had got, had sex with Zeus and had this baby. She was unfaithful, so she has to be killed. Ugh, I like how we dance around the all feminist the feminist go- messages in these movies. I love how we dance around the god raping in this movie.
4: Oh yeah. It's just what he well, does. Did, He's a guy. Did, well, according to the story, I mean, they did fall in love. So, I mean, and like, he does save her. Know,
1: he does save her, but we don't know that while the happy seagull is fine.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, this movie does actually really gloss over the rape in the story. <laughs> like when we get to Medusa, it's like totally you know, like you no. Know.
5: But like, send her a text. Let her know, by the way, I'm gonna be you're gonna end up in this coffin, it'll be for this amount of time. Contracting is very important in a relationship. So that she knows and doesn't need to be
1: scared and starts screaming. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the Greek gods famous for raping women, you know, Lena and the swan, all that stuff. Just you know what? My yeah. human form isn't enough. They'll she'll really go for a swan. <laughs> that's what she'll be into. <laughs> or a bowl. or a cuttlefish, that's a subtle fish. Yeah. That's the best one. <laughs> that's the best one. <laughs> So now we cut to Olympus, where, where, where Zeus is furious that this is happening. And I just, I had thoughts. I had thoughts. I said, oh, wow. This, the after, Mount Olympus is reminding me of the Genius Bar at the Apple Store. It's just lots of people standing around waiting for something to happen. <laughs> in togas, though. In togas. It's like, like Doug said, it's the worst nightclub. Everybody's dressed in <laughs> <to> the night.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's nothing to do. Except stand around and bicker with all these people who've slept with each other, waiting for some old queen to finish playing with his toys.
4: I was just gonna say, or play with the little dolls on <laughs> the, <laughs> the <laughs> shelf, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I control humanity. Yeah. Look, look here's pussy. <laughs> here's the gong I love that. No wonder everybody's so crazy for eternity. This is what you do every day for eternity. No wonder everybody's so angry. Bitter. No pity. No mercy. Why?
7: Zeus, your husband, loved the girl. Danae. She's very beautiful. So beautiful that Acrisius, her father, grew jealous and kept her guarded from the eyes of men, locked behind iron doors. But Zeus transformed himself into a glittering shower of gold and visited her. Visited her and loved her. Then why should I show any compassion, let her drown, and her child with her? The child, Perseus, is the son of Zeus. That is why he is to be saved. And why Argus is
4: doomed. That's why they fuck with people. <laughs>
1: what else have we got to do? What else I we got know. to do? We can't, pick, we can't bash on each other. We're immortal. What are we supposed to do?
5: <laughs> I mean, like, Poseidon can make wigs for everyone.
1: Poseidon? Oh, forgot that wig. Now, okay. Christopher Guest. One of the reasons that this movie is beloved for me, is because it's got the special effects, stop-motion animation monsters of Ray Harryhausen, which elevates the movie to a whole new level, and it's the last gasp of this art form before it went away forever. And just to tie everything into Evil Under the Sun, because everything ties back to Evil Under the Sun, especially in this movie, Ray Harryhausen sounds like the name of one of my Gardener's relatives, you know, that she'd be spouting off some random tidment about, oh, doubt! My cousin Ray Harryhausen, his wife once had an ovarian sister move that was so big, that she took it for bowling on Ladies' Night, and they're wonderful and they hold up really well. But there's also limitations of other special effects that were were totally used in major movies at the time, like Superman. They use the same effects, these projection screens, and they don't—they're terrible, it's particularly the stuff with Poseidon oh, underwater. Screen, on screen, on okay. screen, yeah. Okay, we jumped a little bit because Zeus decides after you know, big scene with all the gods and goddesses that he's going to destroy. The city of that king who did the bad thing to put the going, oh, We're gonna release the Kraken, or everybody's gonna die. Not a creature will stand, Not a, nothing, nothing will slither. All a, he's gonna release the Kraken, which he does. It is done.
2: As we feared,
1: King Acrisius of
2: Argus has abandoned his daughter and her child to the sea. And he will be punished. Cruel and ruthless crime. Blasphemy. How dare the tyrant pray to me to forgive his savage jealousy and
0: cowardly revenge? Acrisius has always shown devotion to the gods of Olympus in the past. He has built many magnificent temples and dedicated them to you. Great Zeus, father of the gods.
2: A hundred good deeds cannot atone for one murder. A thousand temples or statues or sanctuaries were dedicated to me. Or to you, Hela, my wife. Or to Thetis, lovely goddess of the sea. Or to you, Athene, ever wise and full of care. Or to Aphrodite, goddess of love. Nothing can wipe out or forgive this one contemptible act of blood.
7: Does it matter the death of a girl and her child?
2: Girl? His daughter!
0: After a lifetime's respect and devotion...
2: Enough, I've decided. Acrisius must be punished, and his people with him. My lord Poseidon, I command you to raise the wind and the sea. Destroy Argos! And to make certain that no stone stands, that no creature crawls. I command you to let loose the last of the titans. Let loose the Kraken! The kingdom of Acrecius must be destroyed as you command.
1: Yet. Poseidon, release the Kraken. So you have lots of shots of Poseidon underwater staring with his mouth wide open. (laughs) And his tongue hanging out for some reason. With this wig. Flapping all around him, and going, "Oh, girl, no, girl, no! This is all bad. This is all bad." And oh gosh, where are my notes? He is somebody of importance, and I forget who it is. And if I can't find,
4: while you're looking for your notes, I'm going to interject into something that you just said about the about this, but practical effects and stuff is uh, just to go to the remake. The remake failed because it was too much CS, uh, CGI and not enough practical effects so it's like because that was the remake was made what was it like 10 years ago and so it was like when everybody was like yay let's just cgi everything and then when people realized it was like wait that looks awful <laughs> so you know i mean i think that that's where it's like um like jim henson kind of gets it right is you know like because i feel like especially with like a subject like greek mythology, you really need to have things there physically and matt not, you've just
5: ruined this podcast you know, for me because now all i want is a jim henson clash of the titans
4: that would be
1: awesome let's cast That'd awesome. it right oh, that now that would be so cool yeah. let's knock it. let's not get killed by patrick <laughs> let's let patrick continue <laughs> No, no, you're fine. No, I'm just looking for my notes. I was trying to find the name of the actor who played Poseidon because he had a big horror connection. I can't find it and I'll fix it in post. Hi, this is Patrick fixing it in post. Actor Jack Willem, aside from being in Patton and Lawrence of Arabia, would, after Clash of the Titans, would go on to star as Van Helsing in the beloved cult horror film, The Monster Squad. That's why I wanted to bring him up. And also he's in the original Jason and the Argonauts, so he is no stranger to... Ray Harryhausen, and stop motion, but it was Van Helsing in the Monster Squad, Poseidon's got nards. Okay, back to the show. The city of Argos is being destroyed by the crack. What I loved about this, it's all that classic Irwin Allen destruction movie kind of stuff. It's all that cheesy projection stuff, like people being clearly having like giant styrofoam rocks fall on them, and you see the same eight extras <laughs> getting killed over and over again in different togas.
4: I love there's the one shot where I think it's just like, it's just like a, a staircase and it's just like, it's like they turned on yeah. a fire hose and it was just like, psh, and ah, was like, it. Ah. <laughs> like
5: or the guy falling in is like the bathing suits under the toga. Yeah. 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 This wouldn't have happened in Scotland.
1: No, 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 no. It's, it's wonderful stuff like that. If you enjoy that stuff, it's great. It is what it is. And one of the weird things I noticed is that aside from the cast, like all these crowd scenes, there's nobody in this movie. There's so many, there's like a couple of scenes with crowds, and for everything else is the same eight people over. <laughs> but you know what? You got to do who are having the time of their
5: lives. <laughs>
1: Hit me with the fake water <laughs> one more time, which was the original title of the Britney Spears film. So. But I also love the scene in Olympus because Maggie Smith is throwing some epic shade, and I will be playing sound clips from her because I can't do. even begin.
0: Or for love of Danai. No. So many women have attracted him, you couldn't possibly remember her. Oh, it's simply his foolish pride in a
7: handsome son. As you say, so many women and all these transformations and disguises he invents in order to seduce them, sometimes a shower of gold, a bull or a swan. Why, once he even tried to ravish me, disguised as a cuttlefish. Did he succeed? Certainly not. What did you do? Beat him at his own game. I simply turned myself into a shark.
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, when your husband is the writer on it, it helps.
1: Yes, yes, that's right. She was married to the screenwriter. She gets her
5: one, uh, well, you know, Downton Abbey line, of course, but we know it better as the uh, wider and higher line. <laughs> higher and wider.
1: Oh, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that she's defending her, her son, Calibus.
2: Perseus, grown to a young man. Had a happy childhood. It's the advantage of a strong body and a handsome face. What more could any mortal desire or deserve?
7: And what of my son, Calabos?
2: His crimes are unforgivable.
7: Be merciful to him. Show pity. Impossible.
2: Calibos had every advantage. You as patron goddess of the rich city of Joppa have spoiled and indulged him since birth. You gave him the wells of the moon to rule, and what has he done? Hunted and destroyed every living creature. He is trapped and killed my sacred herd of flying horses, and now
7: only the stallion, Pegasus, remains?
2: Your son must therefore
7: be punished. No, I beg you, be merciful.
2: You will become abhorrent to human sight. He'll be shunned and forced to live as an outcast in the swamps and marshes. He'll be transformed to a mortal mockery. A shameful mark of his vile cruelty.
1: She's like, well, how come you're saving this this, this stupid princess just because you slept with her or were my son? What about my son? Because her son apparently uh, abused his power and has hunted down all the animals and made the huge error of killing all of Zeus's beloved winged horses, right. except for Pegasus. So he's like, yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but no. He'll be twisted and hideous in a great yeah. animation scene. We just <laughs> see the shadow of him turning into this...
4: Your, your narcissistic son <laughs> who basically does not Pot care kettle. about anybody yeah. but himself. Pot kettle. With bloodlust. Yes, let's give him some <laughs> power and some gifts. That sounds good. And
1: great. Doug, I'm sorry. This is where my mind, my mind went. Dear Calibos, Medusa waits <gasps> for you. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> What's the buzz, Calibos? What's the buzz? But did you catch the... Xanadu tie in the scene, aside from the fact that it's happening on, in Greek mythology. No, hit me with it. It's really subtle. Whenever whenever Zeus goes out up, up on his throne Oh, that, of course. The uh,
5: like his like few neon lights in the back of Yeah,
4: like the and the all very he, very
1: very sim- very similar to the scene where Olivia Newton John goes back to Mount Olympus in Xanadu, which is apparently in an arcade game, and sings, Keep me suspended the time with you and it's all these orange lines. So it's it was the same <laughs> kind of thing referencing each other, and I said, I approve. It's like Tron, but
5: I'm Olympus.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Except you never get to play the video games. You get to stand around and watch somebody play them. That's all you get to do on Olympus. But you'd
5: also think like, they're gods. Maybe throw a little bit of paint on the figurines. Just saying.
1: Meanwhile, I'm looking at poor the Huntress. The Huntress. Athena. What's her name? Athena. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at poor Artemis. Artemis, whatever. Oh, I'll go with Matt because he's an expert. Pretty. She goes... I'm looking at this poor actress going Okay, so did no one else get the memo that it was bring your owl to work day? Am I the only one to bring my owl to work day? Again,
5: worse really? from ever.
1: I know, but I'm also just thinking of the actress. Well, that's the like, thing, I yeah. have to, I have no lines, I have to stand with this a fucking owl threatening to pack out my eyes all day, every day. <laughs>
4: No, if I was playing Athena and they did not actually have an owl for me, I would have a fit. Like, I I was actually just telling Cubby I have a not-so-secret, like, I want to have an owl so bad. I just think they are the coolest animal, and it's one of the reasons why I've always loved owls is because of this movie. (laughs) I made myself a little Bobo when I was a kid because I was so obsessed. Like, well, and also not to mention, Athena is my favorite goddess. So, I mean, in Greek mythology, because I just. When I was in sixth
5: grade, I did this project where uh, I made like sort of a, I took two million folders, I stapled them together and I cut it out. So it looked like the head of Zeus and then I cut the top. So when you took off the top, you could pull Athena out with a string because she was, because she was born out of his head. So it was like a little teabag. Uh, oh, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you're right.
4: Oh my God. I made Athena teabagging Zeus. How did I not know I was gay? And, well, and the funny thing is about this story too, is that the Athena's actually should have been the central goddess. Maggie Smith. In the <laughs> storyline. Like,
5: Thetis, what the hell are you doing here? What, what's the sea nymph doing in the club? Who let her in? <laughs> Look who brought a bird and... <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay back like, to the movie uh,
5: what other goddess is in water um, yes. Thetis
1: <laughs> that tease oh sorry <laughs> she is a tease you're right that tease uh, okay back to the movie which is this is again amazing this is again amazing we're a good 20 minutes in now and we've had all this kerfuffle all this rage about this poor woman being nailed in a coffin with a baby we've had the scene of this epic destruction of an entire city everybody's dead a monster has been released huge huge destruction everywhere and then we cut and we see the coffin still floating in the water I'm going like and those two think they're having the worst day ever right now they have no idea <laughs> <laughs> like oh no that's ah. the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody let me out <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know, we, we, we've all sort of been in the coffin, like, <laughs> you're like, I can't, I can't send email. My email isn't working. You know, COVID's racking the nation. There's, <laughs> there's wars all over the place. We're like,
1: email. There's no way they could have known, but it just made me laugh at <laughs> Trust me, you're okay. You're okay. Trust me. It's good. Just give it a few minutes. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. Because Poseidon has been charged charge uh, of saving them as well. And he comes back and he's very proud. He says, I have saved Deny. 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 Thank you. Hair lip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Doug got it. Would I? <laughs> um, I've saved them and I've deposited them on the Isle of Lesbos. Yeah. I just wish. I wish. Uh, no, he's, he's deposited them on some deserted, a relatively deserted island. And I'm just picturing Zeus going, he was, he's like, well, make sure they have this and make sure they have that and everything is provided for. Them. Make sure you drop off the, some clothes for them this time. Remember what happened last time when everybody walked around? Oh, well, never mind. Too late womp so womp tell me have people walking around naked in a PG movie, which would cause quite a stir. Hey,
4: if you lived on a Greek island, you know I would walk around naked all the time too.
1: I would too. It's Free Christianity.
4: Yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be all about it. Well, what I think, what I think is funny: we're all like, out of work. Who can afford clothing? And, the, and those
1: two shots that they have with nudity in it—going. Everybody else in the scene has clothes on except these two. <laughs> all
4: right, I think it's really all right, tasteful whatever. nudity. You it know. is, it
1: is, but again, it's a PG movie aimed at kids, so like, right? But.
4: well, it is aimed at kids. The kid is naked yeah, too. And, and I mean, I feel like it's. Re- I think I feel like it's presented very um, innocently. It is, you know? it is. It is. It, yeah. is, but but it, right. is, is, it is. It is. But it. you're right. It is weird. It is. It's so funny because that's like the only nudity in the movie, and it's like what? right there in the first like five minutes. <laughs> like.
1: Yes, because it turns out that the son is Perseus. This little boy who's nailed in the coffin, and he's going to be our hero for the rest of the film. Yes, we yes. get to see a little quick montage of him growing up, exploring different sizes of loincloths. <laughs> <laughs> and, um. Ooh, now I just forget exactly how this happened, but Maggie Smith decides he's gonna, she's gonna fuck with him. Be comforted.
0: He may change his
1: mind.
7: Had it been his own child, Perseus, he would have forgiven him. But for my son, Calibus, there is to be no mercy. No hope and no marriage with the Princess Andromeda. How can there be No. Yet if my son is not to marry her, then no man will. My priests of Joppa are loyal. I will speak to them in dreams and omens. As my Calabos suffers, so will Andromeda. I promise you, the son of Zeus is to be left to the whim of chance, while mine is punished with deformity. It is time for chance to intervene. Time you saw something of the world, Perseus. Time you came face to face with fear. Time to know the terrors of the dark and look on death. Time your eyes were opened to grim reality. Far to the east, across the sea, in Joppa,
1: in the kingdom of Phoenicia.
4: Because that's what they did. Yep. Because she's jealous.
1: Yeah, because Calibos is suffering, and he's getting to be running around naked on Fantasy Island with the Black Stallion all day long <laughs> on, 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 um, on Phoenicia. He's on the island of Phoenicia. And Maggie Smith, she has this wonderful speech, which I'll play because I don't have it exactly right. But she says, I'm going to give him a taste of chance. He's going to know what death means and what loss means. And I'm going to interfere right about now. So he's out kind of snoozing on the beach, looking up at the moon, and she transports him to another city somewhere else. He just wakes up and is like, well, everyone's remarkably chill that he's just like transported across the country. I'm going, Chance, Maggie Smith? Chance? <laughs> no, just, <laughs> I just happened to buy by chance to teleport across Greece. <laughs> chance is a big word. And I'm glad that Zeus called her out on it later on. <laughs> She's like, what do you mean chance? <laughs> How dare you? And Harry's really not that thrown
5: by it
4: either. Nobody's he wakes up and he's pretty somewhere else. Ooh. well i mean i just sort of think you know you're living you're dealing with characters that are used to divine intervention and there's and magic is real so i think that you know it's just like so at a certain point it's like you know the gods are sort of very present and i think it's really cool because then when um he wakes up and he's in the amphitheater and then good old what's his name shows up what's his name yes
2: Who are you?
3: Who are you? Show yourself!
1: Who are you? First tell me where I am. Where? Where am I?
2: What do you mean you don't know where you are? I don't know. Now, let's be patient for a moment. My name is Ammon. I am a poet and a playwright. And you? My name is Perseus. I am heir to the kingdom of Argos. By the gods? How did you get here? I'm not even sure I know where here is. Well, this is the amphitheater of Joppa. Where? The great city of Joppa.
3: But how? I was lying on the seashore,
6: looking up at the moon.
3: Oh,
2: the moon. That might explain things, you see. The moon affects the brain. I think we'd be safer inside, out of the night air. Now, first I must apologize for all this dramatic finery and all these theatrical effects. I put them on now and then to frighten away the curious. It makes them think the amphitheater is haunted. Why is everything so neglected? Oh, it's a sign of the times this kingdom is under a curse and the city is in despair. And everyone goes around muttering, call no man happy who is not dead.
4: Burgess Meredith. It shows up, it is, you know, basically the thespian that runs the theater, which I think is cool, because again, it kind of adds this layer of like classic British actors, and they're in a theater, and this is very Greek, and it's very, you know, cool, but yeah i mean i just think that you know he his character a lot says you know like the gods like you know uh, by the gods by the like, gods yeah, you by know the gods. like and so i do think that i appreciate that you know the pagan in me appreciates like here it's like oh you know this is like you're acknowledging the fact that this is like it's not circumstances it's not coincidence it's not you know it's not your neighbor fucking with you it's <laughs> the gods literally picked you up and put you here and we're just accepting that as fact and moving on well, we're going to try to
1: figure out why it must be for a reason What? why are you yeah. here well you don't have to wait long and P- purchase bread is fabulous and all this i just love these just comes out trying to scare him in his theater outfit talking about what a great poet <laughs> is. And I'm going, I'm going, this is probably about as crowded as the th- this is like the biggest crowd he's had at this theater in a long time. It's like one dude shut up for his performance. And then
5: and then he gives the great like the pattern of lines that they say throughout the movie of Exposition. My name is Amon. I'm a poet and a playwright. This is the amphitheater of Joppa. And I really want all these to be said by Terence and Philip. <laughs>
1: Hey Terence, I'm a jabra. Ah. I'm a poet. i a playwright. <laughs> I just made a dirty fart, jabra. Ah. And by the way, Scott's a dick. <laughs> no, you're no, you're a dick. This is Scott. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he's got a new ally. Everything's cool, and then all of a sudden they start. He starts getting gifts from the guy. Oh, here's the thing. At some point. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold, please. Because it was at this point that Burgess Meredith got on my bad side. <gasps> well, he's like, well, you can't be laying around dressed like this. Come, come, let me take you to the wardrobe so we can get you something more appropriate. I'm thinking
4: something more revealing, perhaps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even more revealing than the loincloth than you're in right now.
4: <laughs> so you were disappointed that he, he made him cover his shame?
1: No, maybe they made no, no, they they, did. No, I was like, initially, I was like, really, really, do you know what kind of movie this is? Do you know what the audience of this movie is? Leave it, leave it all deck. But then he he just put him in a more fancy loincloth, so I was happy. It's all good, it's all good. It was still short. (laughs) That'll do, pig. (laughs) The aside from the hero's journey, it seems to be the movie, like the longer the movie goes on, the more heroic he gets, the longer his dress gets. So it seems to be a journey for the dress as well. Well, yeah, because he's got to walk around
5: like – I'm making gestures now, which is really helpful. But like in his macho Perseus outfit, but he's got like these drapes over his wrists that he has to keep for the costuming people. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a very masculine effect.
1: But he wears it well. He wears it well. well, This is also what masculinity
5: looked like. He's got to walk around like Michael Jackson's Thriller with that (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> That's what I like about
4: the Greeks. Is the Greeks are be, a little...
1: keep away from open flames. Keep away from open flames.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's very um, masculine in a feminine way, which is kind yeah. of yeah. Cool. you know. Yeah, sure. I'm into that. I like that. Mm-hmm.
1: But now we get we, we get we get we get the prices right. You know, final showcase of the gods. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
4: oh my god i never really thought it because they're all a little alcove and it's like next to the (laughs) statue of hera there is the
1: statue of a goddess you know who's basically who's basically carol merrill
4: (laughs) next to the statue of aphrodite
1: there's
5: (laughs) oh my god can they it could be prices right as well how much is this one worth
1: (laughs) i don't know i don't know what the never mind okay but yeah so he gets it he gets a sword and a, a helmet and the shield, which not only which will not only save his life someday, is, is, but it also. It, oh my gosh. We also get ventriloquist <laughs> yeah. Zeus at this point, which was a little alarming.
3: I'll try the helmet.
2: No! Find me first! What did you say? I didn't say anything.
1: The sound came from over there by that statue of Hera, from that shield. Start me, Ralph. Hi. because when you first hear the voice, it's not this godly voice. It's like, kind of like it's
4: almost like the worm in, in uh, Labyrinth. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah,
1: because he had the shield, and when you flip it over, it's like, oh, it's like it's like Zeus on on video call. It's like a Zoom call with Zeus. He's looking all fabulous.
0: As I bind their hands with this silken thread, bear witness that as she is my heiress so Perseus becomes my heir. As she is my daughter, so Perseus becomes my son. I give her to the man who has saved us from despair. I give Andromeda the most beautiful of all prizes, more beautiful than anything on earth. Or in heaven, even more lovely than the goddess
1: Thetis herself. Ooh, that's <laughs> it's a shield, right but his. on the other side, it's a picture of me. <laughs> 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 it is, it is. But now he gets the whole thing. Later, I was like, "It's a wonderful speech." The uh, find. And yep, because that's how people talk. Your destiny. Could you be a little more specific? <laughs> you keep saying that, but I need a little bit more detail.
5: Verbal contracting is so important in relationships. It
1: really is. But it doesn't matter. we got these three fabulous gifts, and, and, and he can't, and, uh, uh, Percy's can't wait to show them off. He puts in the helmet, and he decides to go into Joppa Invisible and check things out. And this is me being retarded. He's like, you know what? It's time for me to say goodbye, Phoenicia, and get to to Joppa. Bye. <laughs> oh. Bye, Felicia. Hello, Joppa. It was funnier is it infinite? Get to the, the so Jopa. <laughs> 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 it is work with me here. I'm blending a, a tired gay joke with a tired Arnold Schwarzenegger joke. Work with me here. <laughs>
4: So they goes into the into the city and they're burning someone in the court square which is just, like they're just standing there like everybody just like watching this person like because Tuesday. Tuesday. Just
1: like la 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 another day And then
4: this is where um Perseus meets his boyfriend which you know I
1: thank you thank you here's the gay of the movie right here and also justice justice for Thalo within this movie? Just, Thalo gets no love. This whole movie. exposition as None. he
5: flings around a horsehair
1: swatter. Because
4: I remember being a kid and I was like, "Hello," and
5: exposition.
4: You could be, yeah, he's got the 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 horse whip. Yeah, you're
1: introducing. Okay, you guys will get this because we have the camera right here, and I'm doing my best because my camera's fucked up and I can't get the angles right. But when we first. Meet Thallo. When these two cross each other's path, before anybody says anything to anybody, Thallo checks him out
4: up and down. He reads him up and down before he says another word. And then he's just like,
1: hey, welcome to Java. What's going on?
4: You care to go behind this fluted
1: column? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: I don't see a fluted column. Oh. Oh. Oh.
1: Sallo is his sidekick this whole movie, and we don't even get his name until after he's dead.
5: Because all he's worthy of his what, exposition. What I love about him
1: too is that he's throwing like every line comes out like nah. I'm like, he's really bitter the whole movie because he's like just stick a dick in my mouth.
4: <laughs> it's Greece. It's they really Grace. should have given him a
5: cigarette to talk with.
4: <laughs> it's ancient Greece, and why isn't there more gay stuff this? happening?
1: <laughs> the impression that there'd be more butt fucking, and there'd also be punch and bite. Uh, there are lots of flames in the center of the square. There sure are, yeah. Because why? Why are they burning people in the center of the square, boys?
5: Tuesday.
4: Aside from that, because um, Andromeda is accepting suitor applications, and she has to. They have to answer a riddle, and if they get it wrong, then they die.
1: Yeah. This is. This was. She was engaged to mm-hmm. um, Calibos, Maggie Smith's son, who was. Contorted into this hideous monster, and when she broke it off of him, this is his curse on her. What's the heroine's name again? Huh? What's the heroine's name again? Andromeda. Do 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 do. Andromeda.
5: do. do 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 do
1: set the boys on fire <laughs> we're gonna set the boys on fire <laughs> 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 okay and we're back and we're back yeah Why? so this is this is his curse that basically uh she has to perform this ritual over and over and over again and it's an impossible riddle yada 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 and i like her mom whose name is it's not it's cassio
4: pam oh these are all right, cassandra was the boys
1: I know that, but I always get Cassiopeia and Cassandra screwed up. And I said, no, Cassandra was blind.
4: She was, the was a psychic, so no one believed,
1: yeah. In Trojan, the believe, Trojan yes. War. Yeah. Told you so, and that's Rome. So It's, it's like being the first to- person to do a gay horror podcast. Yeah, imagine that, what a stupid idea that is. So this is, where, this is where it gets creepy. So we use, Persis uses his gift helmet from the gods to sneak into a sleeping girl's bedroom. Which is not okay. Not okay. Now, here on the Scream Queens Horror Podcast, we have had a long standing observation about movies in general. And that one of this particular rule is that when things get diaphanous, shit is about to go crazy. You know, for instance, if you're in a movie and a character all of a sudden shows up in a diaphanous nightgown that she's never worn in the movie before, even though we've seen her in other nightgowns of the movie, shit is about to get crazy. (laughs) The same rule also applies to curtainry, I've noticed, over time. And so we enter Andromeda's bedroom, and she's got these fabulous glitter, diaphanous bed curtains around everything. I'm like, oh, shit's about to get... And then we get the thought out, because what else... (laughs) Who else is in her bedroom, guys? (laughs) A vulture. No, not a vulture. A giant vulture!
4: (laughs) He comes with a little cage, though, for her. Like, you know, like a little elevator. Like... I know, if they're accessories, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I would...
1: Right. Okay, and again, not plussed And if this wasn't enough, this wasn't enough. What he sees is like this ghost version of Andromeda rise out of her body, walk across the room, get into the birdcage, and the giant vulture flies off and he's just like wow she's really beautiful I'm like well hold that on that is not the point <laughs> hold on not only did shit just get diaphanous in the movie your girlfriend just literally got diaphanous she's transparent right now and you're acting like nothing happened
5: <laughs> and if I may add that at this point so she, my husband and I were watching this and both of us had our parrots on our shoulders they lost <laughs> their minds at this section <laughs>
4: oh with the with the bird calls <laughs> big vulture in the cage in the oh, yeah <laughs> cause that the, it, cause because the noise it makes, it's so like, it's the noise that they, I guess it's like whenever, um, they needed stop motion birds, like the harpies and Jason and the Argonauts make the same noise. And yeah, like, uh-huh. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's like, I wonder what really makes that noise that they recorded. I don't, I don't
1: know. Well, if this was, this, this was me and also tied into stop motion. Every time the eagle was on the eagle, the vulture was on screen. I'd be going, Eon, Eon, <laughs> Eon. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> The lesser-known Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer New Year's Eve sequel?
5: Blink, blink.
1: With Baby New Year? Yeah, Rudolph Shining New Year. Baby New Year gets kidnapped by this giant vulture named Eon. Oh. Now is this called Eon? Eon! (laughs) Thank you, Captain Random. (laughs) You're welcome. Twelve of my listeners know exactly what I'm talking about and are judging you (laughs) accordingly.
4: (laughs) Perseus goes back, realizes that he needs to fly, too, and so they go and they get Pegasus.
1: They and find Pegasus.
4: They tame Pegasus and. Um, he ran calling wildfire.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
4: then he turns around and follows Andromeda into the swamp. And there she meets Calabus who takes a severed dwarf and <laughs> gives her gives her the answer to this it's funny because it's like it's like one like letter <laughs> and it's like and then yeah. when you hear what the what the riddle is it's like this like monologue yeah 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 he, she gets she gets the riddle of the day. It's like I don't speak ancient Greek, but wow, that's a whole lot of information in just a few characters. What I thought was amazing
1: is that we go to the swamp with with the giant with the giant vulture, and we meet Calibos, and Calibos is kind of drag queen fabulous, and is yeah, all right, he is kind of a little queen. bit of a diva. He's, he's going, got
4: like the big you know ring, like rings, uh-huh. and he's got the like you know, he's
1: got all the jewelry. He's got this lesbian haircut. He's he's rocking it, uh, I'd believe it, it's Greece. Grease. and I'm not talking about the musical Grease either. I'm talking about Grease. <gasps> oh, but aside from that, he surrounded himself with an army of people that look like Chaka from Land of the Lost. Thank you. Like, I don't you. know who these people are. All uh, these Jimmy people Durante and Poseid-
5: Poseidon <laughs> wasn't using his <laughs> yeah. wig that scene, so he lent it to Jimmy Durante. So he's running around, and a bunch of Oompa Loompas dressed up the same way.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so I wish they had yeah, a song. the whole thing is that he gets. Uh, they, <laughs> Why didn't they have a song? Because if Maggie Smith doesn't get a song, (laughs) no one gets a song. (laughs) My husband is the screenwriter. I don't know why she's Betty Davis now, but that's how it is. She's a goddess. She can be anyone she wants. What's happened is that, you know, Percy now knows the answer to the riddle. So he goes, presents to the court when it's time for another suitor to come forward. He answers correctly. They're going to get married. Hooray! End of the movie. Done. No. Right? It's the end of the movie, right? But there was a valid answer.
5: For some reason, a hula dancer was at the celebration.
1: Well, they said, make great merriment. men. They brought out one dancer <laughs> who's like, eh, eh, and I'm just thinking everybody always be like, oh, this bitch again. Oh, God. Anybody else have another? Do we have another act? <laughs> no, she's lovely. She's great. But so what, what, what happened? Somebody said something bad about somebody, and now everything's bad. Or that time when Cassiopeia decided to throw shade nope. at Maggie Smith. Nope cut character in the middle of the wedding announcement
0: (laughs) as I bind their hands with this silken thread bear witness that as she is my heiress so Perseus becomes my heir as she is my daughter so Perseus becomes my son I give her to the man Who has saved us from despair, I give Andromeda the most beautiful of all prizes, more beautiful than anything on earth, or in heaven, even more lovely than the goddess Thetis herself.
5: You don't do that.
1: Playing the audio for that, don't be pissing off gods. (laughs) Don't do, why would you say that? Why would you say that? (laughs) And yet, you know,
5: when the head of the statue falls down and Maggie Smith isn't allowed to move her head because she's got to try and keep her head within the confines of the statue to to ream her a new one, it's really an opportunity for a feminist discussion regarding the limitations of outer appearance. She doesn't take that Mm. up, though.
1: Maybe a little (laughs) (laughs)
5: intersectionality, maybe a little.
1: (laughs) Listen, listen. You saw what goes on in Mount Olympus. It's all she's got to hold on to.
4: Yeah,
1: I'm pretty. (laughs) That's all I'm allowed to be in
4: 30 days. (laughs)
1: Right. Right, which is another bitchy thing to do. She says like, in 30 days, you're gonna have to sacrifice your daughter, but she has to be untouched by men. I'm like, she just got married.
7: Hear me, vain and foolish mortal woman. You dare compare your daughter's beauty to mine and in my own sacred sanctuary. You You will repent your boast and the cruel injury you have inflicted on my son, Calabos. Forgive. Forgive. In 30 days, On the eve of the longest day of the year, your daughter Andromeda must be taken to the sacrificial rock at the edge of the sea, there bound and chained to the stone. She must be unknown to man, a virgin, a sacrifice suitable for the Kraken. She must be delivered to the Kraken at the setting of the sun, or else the Kraken will destroy all Joppa and everyone within the city. For the insult you have done to me and the cruel injury inflicted
1: on my son, I demand the life of Andromeda in thirty days. But still, it's like and <laughs> cock block from the gods. <laughs> you don't have to kill her, but you give a fucker for first either. Ah, and I mean, virgins ah, just ah,
4: taste ah. better. Is that what it is? <laughs> like. I mean, it's like whenever there's sacrifices, like you always, it always has to be a virgin, and it's like the sex, like it's like veal, like, like, like it just makes your like makes your muscles stringy. Strangely enough, before you have
5: sex, you actually have a bit of a nacho ranch tang, quite delicious.
1: I was going to say the That's sex you. adds calories. <laughs> Even the Titans got to be conscious of this. Yes, yeah, so now now we've set up the rest of the plot. Now we have to come up with a way to save. Andromeda and defeat the Kraken because she's going to be <laughs> sacrificed to the Kraken who <laughs> oh, isn't even Greek, but that's okay. That's fine. It's okay. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
4: Well, here's the little I showed you this the last time, but here's a little sketch I did of Andromeda doing her little like because her neck is like <laughs> five feet long. Yeah, <laughs> she has like a really like swan like neck. I'm pretty. She, has she really pretty. does.
1: Uh huh. Well, unfortunately, that's all she's allowed to do in this movie. I have a feeling there was a better actress in there, but she literally has nothing. No, to do. she
4: really didn't. She gets. She kind of has to sleep and look really sad and put upon and, up and get chained stay to. Yeah, and get chained to rocks and just go. <laughs> 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 yeah, like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it. It's it's hard, okay? It's
1: hard. Has my hair? Has <laughs> my hair? But anyway, yeah. Now we get into the really hero's quest. This is where the, ba- the movie really starts. This is all the big shit. We uh, have to figure out a way to defeat the Kraken. And nobody can think of anything, but Burgess Meredith has an idea of someone that they might be able to talk to. Who might have an idea? Who do we get to meet now? Who do we go to advice on for how to defeat the this Kraken d- boys?
4: The Stygian witches. They, they, they were fantastic.
5: Because they were not stop motion.
4: They were so Ooh. great.
1: No, they weren't stop motion. They were yeah. still fabulous makeup that probably took forever to get in and out. Well, they're so funny great. I just story. Love all that. I love the, the battling funny story, over like the Right before yeah, they yes.
4: walk mm-hmm. in, like, you know, they're all, of course, around the big kettle or the big cauldron, and like yes. a hand comes up, and then they push it down. And the funny thing is, is when I saw it as a kid, because when. I know. I'm just <laughs> saying. They're like, no one saw that. We're blind. You're blind, too. No one saw grandmother it. grandmother was making beef stroganoff. And we were about to, like, it was going to be over when the, uh, well, it was going to be done when the movie was done. And I literally watched that scene and I went, like, I had, like, a gut, I got upset or something and, I, like, ran to my grandma and, like, saw, like, what she was cooking and it looked exactly the same way. So whenever I beep stroganoff, I always think of this movie because I'm like, yeah, Childhood trauma lasts forever. <laughs> brought to you by the movies. Yeah, striven off over noodles like those big egg noodles, and I just remember I was sitting there looking at that, and I just kept thinking I was like, "This looks like the food." I mean, I love beef stroganoff. Did you like, eat
1: it anyway? I did. Yeah, because oh, grandma would beat the crap out of you, probably.
4: Yeah, <laughs> but the witches are awesome because they only have one eye, and they pass it along, and so then they have to like, um you know. Perseus gets it away, and then he uses it to extort them for information.
1: I just love that they're always just squabbling Mm
4: -hmm. over
1: the eye and with each other. They're just three bitches. I love them. They're so much fun. How may a mortal
3: man face and defeat the Kraken? (laughs) The
0: Kraken is invulnerable. A hundred men could not fight. An army could not kill him.
2: Nothing is invulnerable. There must be a way.
0: Perhaps. One way, but a way even more dangerous than the Kraken itself. Tell me. Give me the eye, and I'll tell you.
2: First, tell me.
0: The head of Medusa, the Gorgon. One look from the head of Medusa, alive or dead, can turn all creatures into stone, no matter how huge and powerful. And her blood is a deadly venom. A titan against a titan! At <laughs> first, you must win Medusa's head. Uh, she's not going to give it to you as a present. As difficult and dangerous as to vanquish a thousand Krakens. Your only chance against the Kraken.
1: No. And I we forgot to mention, at some point, Zeus demanded that Artemis send her owl to help Perseus as well. And she's like, Athena, sorry. And she's like, mm, yeah, but no. She sends him an owl, but she sends him a robot out.
4: Well, she was the goddess of wisdom, so she figured out a way around it. She yep. was like, she was like, I'm not giving you my owl, but I'll give you an, a prototype of my owl. He's
1: not going to remember tomorrow! He's <laughs> not going to remember tomorrow!
4: Well, she found, like, Athena <laughs> is this the is a goddess different owl. of No, this is a totally different loophole. owl, Zeus.
1: It's totally different. I sent him my owl. See, the owl's down there. Look, there's a little clay owl flying around on the playset, see? Yeah. But, what, yeah, was, yeah they, was the they, owl they...
5: remotely helpful? I mean, he got him to the witches, but otherwise it just sort of, like, no, the
4: owl around. no, the owl does help during the final the final showdown. He helps during That's this true. too. He distracts yeah. the witches. He distracts yeah. the
1: witches while they're looking for the eye. And true, th- true. Th- it's great. Yeah. Great, great. Send in a bird to terrorize blind people. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice Chica would button. do it.
4: But their advice was what? That buy uh, low, sell high. He needs the head of Medusa. hmm That too. That and too. that the blood of Medusa, if he rubs it on the, on his cape, that it will be proof against the blood. Yeah. No, the eye, sorry, because he had touched the eye. Like yeah, because that. he
1: touched the eye. Yeah. It was-
4: so now like, now he could use his cape as a sack for Medusa's head. Oh. Because we learn, we, because in the scene, like, because when he kills Medusa, remember his like, you know, his, shield like, it like it's like she has battery acid for blood evidently, <laughs> <Right.
5: laughs> and he's smizing in the shield yeah
4: yeah
1: yeah before we skip over i mean get too far into but too, so, let's just say best scene in the movie still holds up scary as hell nightmare fuel mm-hmm Everything works here. Everything works. Well, yeah. oh,
4: yeah. well, first they dump Andromeda because Andromeda's all like with hanging out with them. And she's like, and he's like, oh, this is too dangerous. You can't come. And she's like, oh, we'll be right at dawn and blah, blah, blah. And then they go to sleep. And then she wakes up and they are gone. And she, yeah, they left her with Burgess Meredith and he's like, hey, <laughs> and like, hey girl, guess we're going back to Joppa. They dump me too. <laughs> This where we weren't invited to this sausage festival. <laughs> people,
5: people do not take opportunities to have conversations.
4: Gonna kill some poor innocent woman <laughs> in the shall underworld. I, shall I read you some of my poetry? Oh, God,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> The first Vogon. Meanwhile, the, bo- meanwhile, the boys are, are crossing the river Styx. But before they
5: cross, there's some worthy exposition. The river sticks, The river of death. I've heard. You'll need this. And then he blows his shofar to bring in Rosh Hashanah for some reason.
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I wrote. I wrote that down for you. I wrote it down. I wrote it right there. The I'm gonna blow the like, shofar. Prepare the way of. But I thought you. But they gave him the coin for the ferryman. But you're not supposed to pay the ferryman to get to the other side, Perseus. That's the whole. I know. I didn't hear the song. It's the whole story. You don't pay him to get over this side, you idiot. So yeah, him and Thalo and all these random soon-to-be-dead people come get the boat.
4: Well, you need someone for Medusa to kill. I mean, because it's not exciting, you know? (laughs) Otherwise.
1: You know what? what, I just have to say my good-for-her moment. I'm like, you know what? She's just having her day. She already, like the whole story with her is that Zeus, no, Poseidon, and her made love. In other words, she was raped right. in the temple of mm-hmm. Aphrodite. Aphrodite got pissed off and cursed her, and now she's this hideous thing, who's so ugly that she, her face turns, uh, her gaze turns people instantly into stone. And now she has to live alone on this island. Like I said, she's just there living the best life that she can. All these assholes show up <laughs> to ruin her day. She's trying to do a cross stitch. <laughs> you know. She didn't do anything wrong in the first place. She gets punished for it. Now this ain't no way. Fuck all you guys. Good for her.
4: Kill them all. Good for you.
1: Hunt them down.
4: In the real story, I mean, this is why I was saying that, like, I mean, of course, there's a lot of versions of it, but like, you know, she was a priestess of Athena. And so it all went down because Poseidon and Athena had the rivalry over Athens. Mm. And so Poseidon was pissed at Athena because she got Athens. And she, cause there's a the whole, like, she gave the, the city, the olive tree and he gave the salty, the salty spring. And so he lost the competition and was, was pissed about it. And so, you know, Medusa was really beautiful. And so she was getting a little full of herself. So Athena was kind of already a little upset with her. And then Poseidon comes, rapes her in, they defile the, the temple And so you had to be a virgin to be an Athenian priestess. And so it couldn't be the God's fault because that's what gods do is they, you know, if they want to have you, they can take you. And so Athena was sort of stuck in this like political, you know, she was just like, all right, fuck you. Like I'm cursing you. You're done. So then Medusa got exiled and I just recently read this version where she realized it was a, um, there was like where she was in a ruined temple and she started to put together that it was an old Athenian temple. Mm. And so she eventually started communing with the goddess again. And the goddess then ended up feeling really, really bad because she was like, basically she victim shamed this (laughs) victim, but her decision was sort of already irreversible. Like she couldn't, do it she couldn't change her back Mm. and so there are arguments now because like this whole medusa thing has come up in the me too oh my gosh um no it's perfect no no i actually think it's they haven't had
1: a scooby-doo episode and this one of the new versions it's
4: like i would love 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 to to do this whole like version of this like and especially with this like sort of feminist twist on it so in a way because Athena, as I was saying in the mythology, plays a lot more of a role in, you know, because, like, again, like, her head then gets Mm. given to Athena and it's on the shield. And so Athena started wearing Medusa's head as a way of tributing her and to to try to make it up. But then there's this whole argument that Perseus was sent to Medusa to, to make him a hero... And then also to put Medusa out of her misery um, because mm-hmm. she, w- so if you start thinking about it that way, well, if you think about it, it's still a horrible yeah. story. It's <laughs> like, a horrible they story. did not handle the the rape well at all. No, no, um, no. But I still think that, um, I don't know. It puts more of a, like, I, I, I like the, it, the, um, the idea of their re- of Medusa and Athena's relationship yeah. sort of being and explored. He's there bit. for euthanasia. Yeah. Sorry. I just said thought. <laughs>
1: What I enjoyed too about, to, aside from this all being very quite terrifying, is that how I love that everybody who gets turned to stone in this, they'll have to hit a coquettish pose before they do. They see her and then they're like, oh, <laughs> over the shoulder.
5: <laughs> oh, what we don't see is that the press is there <laughs> Judy, as well. I
1: Man, exactly, exactly. Like, she's also like, you know, I have to deal with these things forever, you know, because I don't seem to clean them up. It's like at least look good. If you try, try to hit a pose, please. Thank you. But the the animation on her is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh! The sound, the sound yeah, that, of her tail. Sh- 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 the fact that, she, like, I've never seen her depicted as all, like, all snake before. too mm-hmm. like she's got the human torso, but everything else is snake, and it was just so hideous. It's hideous. She's mm-hmm. slithering along and working a bow and arrow, and she's got all the snakes for hair. I'm like, okay. Besides, got a bad wig. You got snakes for hair. I see what he did to yep. you. I see yeah. he's Like, you know what? You look like me now. Ha. Why?
4: Why? Can I just yes. ask a question here? And again, this goes into like my version of of this like if we're talking about feminism why couldn't they just come in and be like hey medusa like can we just put a bag over your head and you can come with us and then we'll just like Ta-da! In front of the kraken, and then we'll take you back. We don't have to kill you. <laughs> you know, like you get to come on this cool adventure with us. Like you know, it was like, "Well, just now you think of it. it could be now you think- Here's the thing
5: we have to do. May we elicit your perspective? <laughs> what do you think would be a good idea, Medusa? Yeah, we're gonna fuck up <laughs> a god's
1: plan. Are you in?
5: Verbal contract. I you bet know, always be comes in. back to this. Mm
4: yeah per- i don't know uh, per- See, this is one of the reasons why i love greek mythology is because i feel like the greeks got it right from the beginning and as far as storytelling like i mean here's this ancient ancient story and it's totally relevant to our Aye. current political climate and you know i mean it just it, and it always will be um so i think it's cool <laughs>
1: He's the mir- mirrored inside of the shield to use a reflection to be able to look at her and also to lure her aw- away. And winds up decapitating her, and
5: and then catch and then the catch-up commercial.
4: Yeah, I love it when it. Like I love it when she, yeah, she just falls and then just, like the and then just, a just like- and- yeah, they run out club. of yeah, uh, CGI
5: budget right there.
4: It's like she was full of tomato soup. <laughs> like, she, had, she didn't have organs. She didn't have She just was full of tomato soup.
1: I beg your pardon, it's gazpacho. Thank you. She's cold-blooded. She's a reptile. It's gazpacho. <laughs> and not a grilled cheese sandwich to be found. But So we have that. Yeah, so they're, 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 uh, we're skimming over some searches because there's lots of adventures to get to Medusa and there's lots of adventures to kind of wave from Medusa, but they have the head and... Unfortunately, on the way home, Kyle Lebeau shows up to fuck things up. He sneaks up on them while they're sli- sleeping and sticks a trident. stabs the bag. stabs the bag with Medusa's head in, and her blood forms giant scorpions. Like, your day's not bad enough. clickety clack clack Oh, the clickety-clack noises were gross, too. click, clack click, Little maracas all night long, bad. Bad, bad, bad.
5: Boo-boo was no help. Boo-boo was out for a swim. But,
1: yeah, and so all of, all of the remaining... Of Percy's men are killed, including Thallo, his sidekick, who I just he get like. This is where I had a beef with the movie: the way the story is being told. The whole point of this, Maggie Smith said, was that he will now know death, he will know suffering, and he will know loss. And all these deaths nope. that he's been surrounded with don't affect him at all. She's like, "Man, next Thallo's dead." Man, you may be pretty, Perseus, but you're cold. You're cold-hearted snake. <laughs> the pretty ones always are. They are. Uh, they uh, Well, we get back to Joppa. She's gonna be sacrificed. She's she, We get some side boob and butt. Totally, ne- totally unnecessary side boob. Not for Allison. Not for no, 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 no. Side boob is not enough for Allison. Side boob. That's just well, a she tease. got Danny She'll boobs. She'll be angry at that. She got boobs. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But it's, now it's a second pair of boobs. It's being teased. She's like,
4: show me the whole boob. This <laughs> movie is very, um, you know, pro women. You know, like uh, nursing their children in public and bathing. Yeah.
1: And fr- bathing in front of an audience. Of yep. Women who are reading you to felt like, "Yeah, you look pretty." Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Here's here's
5: one of my things. So they're walking to, you know, sacrifice Andromeda. Do 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 do. And at the front of the procession with her mother is a playwright. I mean, I know it's Burgess Meredith, but it's like, "Wait a minute, who's going to lead this noble profession? Let's get the artistic director of the local theater."
1: What? You know what? He was the one who brought her home after they dumped her out in the yeah, middle of nowhere by He herself. was the inner you know?
4: circle. Like he was like Perseus, like, you know he was the Perseus representative. There isn't like a
1: senator or like a... No, they've all been burnt. They've all been they all went in the bonfire.
4: <laughs> and also remember the Greeks actually like, you know, thought that Entertainers and artists were valuable members of society. So. Well, on a concept! Well, <laughs> like on a America. Concept.
1: But what I thought was great is that you know, Poseidon is, be, is, is already unleashing the Kraken. Yet for some reason, the humans feel a need to summon the Kraken, and not not. And now
4: we get not just the chauffeur, we get the super chauffeur. Oh, they fart horns. The big trumpet on the cor- on the, on wow, the, the yeah. Yeah. yeah It was designed by eleven-year-old boys. And yeah, it's just the big, big finale. The Kraken comes up and it's and, and the it's, dinner it's, bell coming <laughs> in. Your, your virgin treat is ready mm. for you. <laughs> this is something I
1: noticed that with, with all, all of the action scenes in this. They're all oddly quiet. Mm. Like there's music and sound effects and stuff, but in all the fight scenes, like nobody's shouting at each other, like persons help me or whatever. No, it's just weird silence. And the same thing in this scene, everyone's just silent watching. The kraken coming after andromeda and even she doesn't scream or anything she's
5: doing her best terry gar roll in the hay <laughs> side to side hole, hole, hole in the hay. there's a uh there's a lost bit that they should have done and didn't do uh, and this may be jumping a little bit Percy's up there he's on the winged horse he's holding up medusa's head ready to turn into stone and you know that bit that they do in movies, like where someone's like holding a gun and they accidentally point it the wrong way, everybody goes, whoa, and they duck? Should have done that with Medusa's head. Like, whoa, and like half of them turn to stone. Oh no. <laughs> this Sorry. is why I'm never, ever <laughs> allowed to direct anything. I brought the paper towels. <laughs> I
1: brought your paper towel. Oh, I love Lucille Lynn. He's my favorite with his boomerang fish. The movie needed a boomerang fish. It did need a boomerang fish. Well, the boomerang fish would have shown up, but it was turned to stone after Perseus threw the head in the the ocean after (laughs) killing the kraken. The the, the kraken is great. He doesn't get to do much, but he looks great. He's terrifying. He's got nipples.
4: I always love when the kraken comes up and there's several shots of him where it's just like the water (laughs) is like... I mean, it's one thing to be like just below the navel. It's another thing when you see like cum gutters and like, yes. I mean, it was like the very top. It was like pubic hair. Yes. Like, I mean, It's just like, <laughs> like, I mean, I always wondered. I was like, what? I wonder if he like sculpted Kraken penis. Well,
1: again, he's, he's all in, the, in that cave for eternity by himself. What else is he going to do? This is workout? my first time
4: hearing the term cum gutters. Mm-hmm. It's the little the Adonis belt. Nothing
1: will be the same. <laughs> Let it be known that at this point of the program, Matt Knife, flashed Doug, and Patrick, his gum cutters. And, and another bit and of it, Doug's innocence just drains uh, away, and no! I've got to record it. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Stop it, Burlesque boy. Put
5: that back on. Before I start applauding. I love how when the Kraken is killed,
4: you guys right. just scream. With Why glee! did you scream? <laughs> because we're not worthy of our cum gutters.
5: Cum because gutters, comedy. Because comedy girls. Cum comedy versions, gutters.
4: Male nudity is not horrifying. That is that is gay panic right there. and You two are gay. We might have been screaming, no with, exci- panic. screaming with, panic. with excitement.
5: Screaming with excitement. Mambo. <laughsapon mixture> yeah. <laughs>
4: So don't you love it in the shot where you know he turns like he has Medusa's head and like and she's all like uh-huh. <laughs> but then but then when she's done, her mouth like closes. Like have you ever noticed that? Mm.
1: No, no, I never noticed. Yeah,
4: it's like it's like her eyes open <laughs> and her mouth opens, and then and then when like she's done turning him to stone, she like closes her her mouth, and it's just like and, um, and So this head didn't like rot, it didn't putrefy, it just it, like and then it's just able to like open the its mouth. The three holes in the trident like, <laughs> seem to heal perfectly well as well. By <laughs> the
5: gods. Perseus actually had his hand in the back of her
4: head and working with like a puppet. Hi, yeah. everybody. And then he just <laughs> threw it in the ocean. Like, I mean it's like I'm like, give it give it to Athena. Like give it to somebody so it's useful and it's
1: like, Maybe maybe make sure it's put somewhere that it will never hurt anyone again instead of throwing it in the ocean where it's gonna wash up somewhere. <laughs>
5: And then when the Kraken died, yeah, it was like I fall yeah, to pieces, like a cake under Paul Hollywood's gaze. Amen, it goodness. was
1: <laughs> well, his bottom was
4: soggy. It was underwater,
5: like the opening credits of Frankie and uh, Grace and Frankie.
4: <laughs> well, in some versions of the story, Perseus then you know takes in drama. Well, like. Um, Cassiopeia and the king end up looking at the head of Medusa and they turn to stone. So then he takes Andromeda back to the island he grew up in. And I guess the king of that island had decided that he was going to marry his mother and was pretty much like, oh, you. you know, I married your mom and like, fuck you. And so he turned him into stone. And then, you know, there's still the prophecy of him like killing his grandpa which they killed him in the beginning, but then how that panned out was Perseus was performing in the Olympics and threw a discus and it went rogue and ended up killing someone in the audience who was his grandfather. Tuesday. Tuesday. So the moral of that story with fate is that you're still Mm -hmm. gonna die. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, that's a happy note to end the movie on. But yeah, everything wraps up. We got a lovely, and they're all immortalized in the constellations and the credits roll. I, it's, a, it's a simple story. It's a fun one. I love it. Makes me happy. And annoyed. of course, Zeus says,
5: and they'll have fine sons to put the final dagger in the heart of feminism. <laughs> Commence to raping. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you know. Patrick, there's a point that you brought up about Perseus that I loved. He gets all these great gifts, and what happens?
4: Well, the helmet gets lost, lost in the swamp. Um, the sword gets you; it stays. Obviously, the shield lost. gets melted, and Bobo is there yep. at the. Well,
1: end. That's because they they serve their purpose. Yeah, they're they're one shot deals. They serve their they they had they were designed for one purpose, and once that purpose has been used properly, they're gone. And, and I guess, I guess the the helmet was just to sneak into her bedroom. That was all.
4: Well, and you were talking about how, well, and they used the helmet to sneak up on Pegasus. Right. Oh, right, right,
1: right, like, right. That right, was right.
4: really helpful. But the thing is, is that like, you were talking about this earlier, Patrick, with the, um, like how Perseus behaves in this movie versus other Greek heroes. It's like, if you watch Jason and the Argonauts, like Jason, the whole time, like the gods are like offering help and giving him resources. And he's like, "Uh, (laughs) (laughs) like, uh, I I don't need that.
1: Seeing how Jason, seeing how Jason wound up in the whole Medea myth. I'm not surprised. (laughs) He he did not go all to greatness.
4: Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, um, I mean, Jason was kind of a dick, so yes, but like, but I think that, like, you know, again, it's like, it is what it is. In other versions of the story, instead of Pegasus, he gets Hermes's uh, winged sandals.
1: Oh, nice! So that's how he's able to
4: fly. And then in some versions, uh, when he's coming back from the underworld with Medusa's head, he passes Atlas, the god that was supposed to hold up the the sky. And he felt bad for him. And so he showed him the head of Medusa. And that's why we have Mount right. Atlas now. So, right. yeah. So there's a lot of like, I mean, I think like, I mean, I get that they have to like um, make they take artistic liberties but i always get kind of annoyed because i'm like the original stories are pretty interesting like with the players being where they are and like with the remake of clash of the titans they really There's, diverge that's from the just mythology. Echoing, yeah yeah they just like i mean io shows up who's not even in this myth at all like i mean it's real like even thetis hanging up there is place. a little bit like, really <laughs> So that pretty much sums up Clash of the Titans. It's a fabulous little movie. Great mm. to go
1: back to. And it does, even despite all the things that dated, it doesn't feel dated, possibly because it's ancient Greece. It just kind of makes it feel better. Like even the copy I have is an old DVD. It's not even in widescreen. It just felt right. Before we wrap up, let's find out what's going on with you guys. Now, Matt, I know you're a performer and you're burlesque, but you, I was very surprised. Like last time when we were tried to record this, I was expecting Matt Knife to show up, and instead there was this... You, Exotic European character who showed up and like a little fancy mustache and kind of a helmet. Pale and soap. I'm like, who who is this regal European <laughs> alter ego of Matt Knife?
4: Well, it's Baron von Soap. <laughs> i've got i started making soap in september and so i launched well actually in the summer but i launched my soap line in september and so um i just made my 150th sale today Was so, it me? Uh, i think it was you actually Yee! and um and so yeah i have a store on etsy if you just uh search baron von soap all one word it'll pop up and we have many holiday scents, and um, I'm actually gearing up for Valentine's Day right now.
1: Yeah, so. I was poking around the site the other night. There's a few I'm looking into. Like, I, it's not just it's not just soap. It's not just any kind of soap. This is some magical soap that you're putting out mm-hmm. there, and it's unusual scents and unusual, you know, cuts and things. Like, you have spooky soap. You have spooky uh-huh. soap. Tell us about your spooky yeah. soap. My people are going to uh, eat up your spooky soap. Don't, don't, eat, don't have, eat the soap. I don't have, eat the soap. Have, Wash yes. with the soap. Don't eat the soap.
4: Well, we have cemetery dirt which does have clay in it that's good for your skin aiken? um and it smells like dirt and it's awesome um yeah did you just say bacon aiken it's got clay in it oh i think i said bacon <laughs> i've been thinking about bacon soap but i'm trying to keep them vegan i'm making for bacon and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh we have cherry blood which is uh um inspired by miss cherry delight and we have one called ghost which is just totally um scent free and uh, we have various witchcraft soaps, like cleansing, uh, protection. Um, mo- I'm working on a money drawing soap. So, um, so yeah, so there are intentional ones, but then there's also new car smell. <laughs> 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 Friendly Uber but driver only is what it's called. Vegan <laughs> car smell. Yes,
1: yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes. So, so get clean this holiday season and give some gay soap to people you love. Yes,
4: yes, I do have a gay soap.
1: I know. I know. Well, I mean, automatically it's kind of gay soap, but you do have that gay passion soap, which is also on my checklist. I want that one and the one that looks like a moth.
4: Oh yeah. The the spooky world of Tyler, uh, Holland. I have no idea who that is, but I want the soap. He has a YouTube channel. You should look it up. It's pretty cool. we did a video. We made soap together. It was a lot of fun.
1: (laughs) (laughs) so Doug, what's going on in Doug world? Well, I've
5: become a pretty good pandemic cookie baker. Everything is. I'll verify
1: this. I will, I will verify this. I had some good cookies. That's
5: true. You have great cookies, Patrick Walsh. He
1: sent me home with a little bag of cookies
5: <laughs> because I'm a mom. <laughs> what kind of cookies? Um, and these are not for sale because they're recipes I looked up. Um, chocolate chip walnut cayenne with uh, chia seeds on top. Cayenne Jackson. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> See if I had Etsy
5: shop. That's what I name it.
4: Cayenne West. Oatmeal raisin
5: with cayenne peanut butter with cayenne. Um, and then uh, I have a dear friend, Lauren uh, from high school. She uh, was an amazing baker. She had her own uh, like business and everything. She passed away. And before she did, she gave me her super secret sugar cookie recipe that I now make whenever I officiate a wedding or for special occasions. And it's kind of like, you know, passing on her energy. She's a really great person. Oh, yeah. That's also Lauren like and a little Ebert, fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've officiated three weddings during the pandemic. One which, of which was for a family of clowns, <laughs> and um, you know, the you know the online stuff that I've done, like for new musicals or recordings or whatever, my parrot finds his way into a lot of them. <laughs> he's got about a big uh, pandemic resume as I do now.
1: Look, we really want the bird, but the guy's got to come with him. Unfortunately, so I know he's attached uh, to it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> what you gotta do is how this Broadway relationship goes alright thank you so much boys for joining me for the final voyage into comfort films before things go crazy over the holidays it's been a pleasure having you thank you for being patient with me while I'm ill well I thank love you, you. same here mm-hmm. and be well be fabulous and have a very happy holiday season now get off of my show
5: hey and if you're not well there's a soap for that
1: So that, my beautiful, beautiful script is going to wrap things up for Clash of the Titans. Yay! Yay, my special thanks once again to Matt Knife and, and to the fabulous Doug Shapiro for coming out and helping me play in the Greek arena of Zeus's Play-Doh kingdom, which we really didn't get into. But you know what? If you saw the movie, you know what we're talking about. Zeus's Malibu Playhouse, whatever. I don't know. I got nothing. And remember, if you want an unusual holiday present for a loved one this year, why not stop by Baron Von Soap's? Etsy store and pick up some handmade designer soap made by Matt Knife himself. Because what better gift could you give this holiday season than a clean Kraken? In order to have a clean Kraken, you got to wash your Kraken. And if you're going to wash your Kraken, wash your Kraken with Matt the Knife Baron Von Soap soap. That's what I got to say. Before we wrap up, I would be remiss if I did not say thank you as well to my cohorts in crime. And I'm talking about the fabulous folks over at Squadcast FM. Squadcast provides remote recordings for professional podcasters. So you can either sound like garbage, you can sound great. I Believe me, I've tried between this show and Damian Wanka-Lewis, I've tried all the other remote recording things that are out there. And I keep coming back to Squadcast. It's the best. It's the easiest. And their backup system cannot be believed and their, their support system is fantabulous. And if you are tired of sounding like an amateur, you don't know, have to be a professional podcaster, but there's no reason to sound like a hack either. Get a seven-day free trial of Squadcast FM by going to bit.leash slash squad queens. bit.ly slash squad queens. Because I want you to sound as fabulous as you smell. I meant look. Look and smell. You smell pretty good, too. You smell really good if you use Baron von. Aaron Von Soap And of course, thank you to everyone at Captivate FM. Captivate FM is the only podcast host that is actively engaged in helping you grow your podcast. Every week, they're adding new features. We just got this fantastic guide on how to do email marketing fabulously and easily. It's fantastic. I'm loving it. So, if you're tired of jerking around with a podcast host that doesn't really care about you, but is really happy to take your money, get a seven day free trial of Captivate FM by going to bit.ly slash Captivate SQ. And before we wrap up, I just want to say I've noticed on the social media that COVID is, of course, a serious problem, but I've noticed it's starting to hit home among the Scream Queens listenerhood. There's several of you out there that are suffering with it directly right now, and my heart goes out to you and your family. Hang in there. Get well soon. We love you. And my other note for this holiday season, I know a lot of people are still upset, you know, we still have, you know, lockdown and all this crazy stuff. A little bit of selflessness is going to go a long way. Write it up. My advice, coming as someone who's going to be going through yet another holiday season here by myself with a kitty cat, maybe during the holiday season, reach out to someone that you know is by themselves and just say hi. Because I know if it's me, I'm not going to call you because I feel like I'm going to be interrupting your holiday plans. Maybe check in on a friend that you know is going through this solitary. It would go. It would mean a lot to me. And I'm assuming that if it means a lot to me, it's going to mean a lot to whoever it is that you're thinking of calling. I don't know what I'm saying. Hey, you know what? If you want to reach me to do that, you could do that by finding me on social media. You can find me on Facebook by doing a search on Scream Queens, where horror gets gay. I'm on Twitter at Scream Queens. I'm on Instagram at Scream Queens Podcast. And you can even check out our YouTube channel. Go over there and subscribe to the Scream Queens YouTube channel. You know, Scream Queens, where horror gets gay. That's where we are. Come watch some movies that I put out there for you. It's a good time. And if it sounds like I'm rushing, it's because I'm just running out of steam, not feeling well. I need to go and lay down. But that's okay. That's okay. The show's out, and that's the important thing. Next time, of course, we'll be be sitting down with Allison and Brian to talk about Anna and the Apocalypse, which is streaming for free both on Amazon Prime and Hulu if you want to play along at home, which I recommend you do because it's always a party when Allison and Brian come to visit. So until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, continue to make the world a creepier but still more fabulous place, and you do that by following the Scream Queen's Golden Rule. Fight or flight, survive the night, make it to the final reel, wear a fucking mask, keep your fucking distance, wash your fucking hands, and stay fucking fabulous. See you next time. All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com Bitches!